Welcome to the Better Than Healthy podcast, where I help you go beyond the numbers and rules you were taught about health to create the results that you really want, feeling better, consistently taking care of yourself, and loving yourself more. I'm your host, Ashley Brathman. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. So today we are talking about food and satisfaction with food. So food is one of those basic needs that we have. Like if we think about that hierarchy of needs, on that bottom level, our basic necessities, like these are the things that we just need for survival, is like shelter and protection, so that somewhere to live that's safe, clothing to protect our body from the elements, we need water to drink, we need sleep, and of course, we need food. Because we need those energy and those nutrients that are in food for survival. So satisfaction plays into this because satisfaction tells our body that that need is met. And when we have done all these tricks and like, oh, I don't really need to be satisfied. It's okay if I'm hungry. All these tricks that we get from dieting to avoid satisfaction with food or to tips almost to try to convince ourselves to be satisfied with a food that we may not want in that moment or to convince ourselves that we are satisfied with the amount of food that we had and dragging ourselves from that intellectual place of like, oh, I've had enough versus like connecting with our body. Like, yeah, I have had enough. It'll feel completely different. And that true satisfaction comes from that connection of our physical hunger being met and our taste cravings being met. And when we have that satisfaction with food, then we are able to stop eating so much easier. And now that our goal is not to eat, as you know, but that's one of the pieces that I really like to talk about because it was such a big fear of mine when I started intuitive eating and I was thinking about eating without rules and just listening to my body. I was so worried I would be overeating all the time. And I was worried about the health effects that would come from that. And I think that's a big fear. Well, I know. I don't think. I know that with so many people I talk to, that's a fear that they have as well is about not overeating because they don't like how their body feels when they are overeating. This is just such a big piece and that's why driving into that satisfaction is because if you've ever experienced that where you've had a full meal and you but it just like wasn't quite what you wanted or you just quite didn't feel satisfied with it and then it's like an hour later you find yourself wanting something else is sometimes if we aren't getting truly satisfied with our meal that's when we think about food more because our body will drive us to get more food if it doesn't think we've had enough and that comes both from having our physical and taste satisfaction with it. And when we have that need met, our brains have so much more space and energy. Like, okay, that need is met. And then it's just like the hierarchy of needs. It's like, okay, those base layers are met. So now I can move on to the next level. Like my food is satisfied. The energy needs in my body are satisfied. So now I can go beyond it. And that's when we can start having more space for the other things that we want in our life. The, the other things that we want to pursue is when we don't have to worry about those basic needs, which is why when we truly get ourselves satisfied with food, which doesn't mean like a super indulgent meal or anything that takes a lot to be satisfied. You can be satisfied with the same food that you've had through different ways. And some of that can be just practicing paying more attention to our food because our bodies get the most satisfaction from food when we are focused on them. So if we are splitting our focus with like working at our desk or watching TV or scrolling through our phones while eating, it can actually decrease the satisfaction that we're getting with food. So it's really about making sure we're paying attention, making sure we're checking in with our taste. And I will say too that sometimes I don't always know what I'm wanting to eat 
when I go to eat and I just have basic meals that I know I like the taste of that I will go to and I can still find those satisfying. So it doesn't have to be any sort of complicated thing to get satisfied with our meals. It's just making sure we're paying attention to our body and just kind of making sure we're paying attention to the flavors and the tastes and the textures that we like. And even if we like exploring new ones, but of just really trying to honor that as much as possible, because that's what will help us the most be satisfied with foods so that way we can move on to the other things in our life. And I want to say, this is not just guilty pleasures with food, because sometimes I think of that satisfaction, we can think of something that is very indulgent and of something that'll be like if we're used to being on a diet and we're used to really watching what we're eating, we may think of those cheat meals or those like bad snacks that we get to have sometimes that are really indulgent and really good and satisfying, but we're not allowed to have very often. Not looking at it like that because we can see satisfaction in that way, but that comes a lot more from a restricted mindset. So when we have that restricted mindset around food, when it's like I'm not allowed to eat certain foods or I have to limit myself or even like having little chocolates around and thinking, oh, I have to limit myself around these. Like, yes, it's satisfying, but I can't have very many. That's not trusting ourselves to stop when we feel satisfied with food. Satisfaction and pleasure with food can be used interchangeably, but I want to make a distinction between them for this episode, just because I think this whole guilty pleasure and those old like cheat meals and thinking about it in that way will be useful, even though a lot of times they can be used to mean the same thing with it, but I'm going to make a distinction for this episode. So this distinction that I really want to make is how food triggers neurotransmitters to release in our brain. Our bodies want food to taste good because then it gives us that drive to meet that basic need that we need. Because if you've ever experienced where you've lost your sense of taste or smell for a period of time, even if it's just a very short period just for like a cold, which there could be other things impacting your appetite, but when you don't have that sense of taste and smell, it can be harder to want to eat because I've even heard, I even remember people making lots of jokes around like, oh, well, it's a good time. Like, oh, if I didn't have my sense of taste or smell all I would eat was healthy food because you can't enjoy it anyway and it's like we have that drive for food partially because of how it interacts in our body and makes us feel good in the pleasure that we get from the food and that's not a bad thing it's a beautiful thing that we get to have that experience with food the problem can be is when we seek that pleasure from food at a time when we don't necessarily want it, when it's not the thing that we most want, because obviously we want it in the moment when we are going for emotional eating, but it may not be the thing that we're actually looking for. So because we are used to getting pleasure from food, and then we can experience this drive and craving for food when it's not what we're truly looking for. Because we could be looking for something to do when we feel bored or when we don't really know what we want. And it's just like, oh, I just want something. And then we go to food if we aren't paying attention to what it is that we're looking for. Or it can be wanting to unwind after a stressful day of work by like ordering some food or just having some snacks and watching TV as a way to de-stress because of that pleasure that we get from doing those activities. But this type of pleasure from food, it may feel good in the moment. And it could be satisfying and it could be a way that we want to relax, but a lot of times it's not necessarily truly satisfying. It doesn't bring that satisfaction that we can get with a meal or snack when it like is meeting those physical and taste cravings. 
and it can make us feel good, but sometimes there are like the other side of it of us not feeling that great because we are eating too much. So that can be like feeling bloated or feeling like a stomach ache or just not feeling that great because we are choosing to have food as the way to cope with emotion in that moment. And that's okay and we can choose that, but sometimes we may want to choose something else so when we can start finding the differences between these two, then we just get more clear on the decision that we want to make. And I always like to frame it as that what we want to decide and the decision that we want to make because I remember myself and so many of my clients, we talk about how that feeling of out of control that like, oh, I just can't believe I didn't stay in control. I can't believe I ate that much food and almost is blaming ourselves for it. So we want to bring it to that decision of like, oh, I'm just deciding to eat this food in this moment versus that mindless approach to eating it because that's when we feel more so out of control with it or like we just can't control our cravings. When really that feeling of like, oh, I just can't control those cravings is usually us resisting and resisting and fighting against ourselves and the thing that we want and not paying attention to what we are wanting. We're trying to fight against the thing that we think we shouldn't want rather than allowing ourselves to have what we truly want. But when we are seeking pleasure from food, this can sometimes be the hunger and cravings that feel a little bit like a bottomless pit. So where we just keep eating and keep eating and nothing is really quite satisfying us and just keep looking for something more and something different. I remember talking to a client and she talked about how she just wanted something, but she didn't know what. So she had a couple bites of ice cream and she had this little like chocolate thing and then she had these like chips and just nothing was really satisfying her. And that's because like she was bored and looking for something to do and looking for it was a combination of bored and being stressed about work so she was looking to deal with that through food but it wasn't what she truly wanted in that moment so then it wasn't truly satisfying her so that's when we're seeking that pleasure it can be for a short-term relief but then as soon as like we're done eating whatever we're trying to get relief from comes back up so if it is stress about work It's like, okay, we're not distracted anymore, so that discomfort comes back up to the surface, so we need to seek something else as a way to distract ourselves if we don't just address what we're really wanting, which may be talking to somebody, maybe needing to sit down and just process that emotion for a second, or maybe needing to do a little bit of thought work, like writing down everything that was going on at work and working through those different thoughts that we're having about it, or even just working on the acceptance of where we are right now. Because that food just kind of distracts us and it can be useful. That can be a useful approach sometimes to have and a good, it is a good option, but it's not our only option. And we just want to pay attention to what are we really looking for? Is it some sort of fulfillment? Is it some sort of entertainment? Is it hoping that it'll provide us a long-term relief from a stressful situation? Like what are we truly looking for? And then deciding what we want in that moment. And only you really know the difference if it is something that you're wanting for satisfaction or if it's something that is like a pleasure eat where it's like, oh, I just want this relief because... And I just want to point this out because I know I've experienced where I kept snacking because I was just stressed going through school and work and all these different things. And so I would snack. And then afterwards, like, yes, I did feel better for a little while. And sometimes like really was a good buffer and almost kind of like numbing. So I wasn't feeling stressed anymore. But then I was feeling physically uncomfortable and like my stomach was hurting and I felt bloated and I just felt more tired and it wasn't providing what I wanted. And it was very much the opposite of feeling satisfied. And what really helped was just like addressing what I was really looking for, whether it was something to do or taking care of the problem or something that I was procrastinating on and just taking care of it instead, instead of just viewing it as challenging and viewing snacking as easier, which I would do because then it would always be in the back of my mind of this thing I wanted to do. Plus now my stomach hurts. 
And sometimes it's okay to just want the pleasure from food and just to want to like to relax a little bit. And we don't have to view that as a problem. It's just balancing all of these and really exploring them. One of the best ways to really explore this and one of the ways that I think I started to actually learn this faster was when I started allowing myself just to eat when I couldn't tell the difference and then seeing what happened in my body. Because the times where I really didn't have awareness were the times when I would fight against it, be like, no, I can't do this. I can't eat for an emotional reason. And I'd be so busy fighting it. And then eventually I'd just get tired of fighting it. And then I would just eat anyway. And then I would kind of just check out. So instead making the decision like, oh, I'm going to have this right now. And then noticing in my body, like, did that satisfy me? Like, no, it didn't. Now I just feel like a little bit uncomfortable physically and I still have the original issue anyway of whatever I was stressed out about. So it can seem satisfying because it does distract you for that moment, but only because we haven't really been taught the ways to just handle how we are feeling and manage that and process through that and just see and sit with that. So of learning those differences and learning what one is best for us in that moment. And so we can just eat it and then ask yourself, is it satisfying or do you feel like you're still just like wanting something? Does it, did it help a little bit? Like maybe you are physically hungry and still just learning the differences of that and just exploring what you truly want in those moments. So that way we can start building the differences. So that way you can be truly just satisfied with food because it's the funnest feeling to just consistently be truly satisfied with food because there's so much freedom to not think about food anymore, which is an amazing feeling after I had spent years feeling like I was spending all day every day thinking about food. And so having that changed relationship has been absolutely amazing. All right, so I hope you have a good week. And if you are listening to this around the time that it's releasing and you live in the States and celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving this week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Better Than Healthy podcast. If you're finding these episodes helpful, I would love it if you would leave me a review or share it with people so that way more people can find it. Thank you and I'll see you next week.